Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Hey, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Thanks for joining us on this Eagles on the Hill podcast. You can search for Eagles on the Hill on YouTube and hit the subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner to subscribe to all these podcasts that we do. We pray that they're a blessing to you. You can also listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search for Eagles on the Hill. Follow us as we together follow Jesus and draw strength from him to fly like an eagle. Today, we're going to talk about something I call the normal Christian life. What is the normal Christian life? What does it look like to follow Jesus, and how do we achieve balance in our lives as disciples of Jesus? And uh, we're going to have a guest on today that I hope can help us understand uh, pieces of that or all of that, and that is Aaron Headland, our Director of Adult Discipleship here at Christ Lincoln. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's good to have you here. So um, we've been talking on staff for a couple of months now about this whole concept of how to help people have a balance in their lives as they follow Jesus. Uh, sometimes people are, um, you know, involved in 10 Bible studies and um, growing in God's Word, but have no acts of service in their life or no opportunities for service, that sort of thing. And so what is the balance in people's lives? And what we've come up with is uh, something that we're calling rows, circles, arrows, and dots. And actually, if I say we've come up with it, I have to give some credit to somebody else, which I'm looking at him actually, Aaron Hedlund. So uh, we're not the first people to come up with some of this concept, but I think uh, you were the first one to really enunciate those four to me, and I really appreciate that. Um, so Rose being worship, and why is worship important? You want to take a shot at it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when we're just talking about these different uh, settings or these elements of the normal Christian life, um, there's there's the a balance like pastor just said the the idea of worship and where it fits into the normal christian life and um, uh, the sermon that that he preached on on this very topic uh, i think it shed really appropriate light in the sense that this was a rhythm of jesus's life and as disciples of him uh being in a row or in worship it's important, not just because Jesus did it, not just because he invited us into it, but it's the place where he has promised us that he comes and meets us in word and in sacrament. And it's a place where he nourishes the saints uh, together in one place. And so as, as a church staff, but also just as Christians ourselves, uh, we see value in it for us, but we also, it's what we desire for the people that are around us that we're in community with as a church mm. to be experiencing as well. It's a place where they get their cup filled uh, by Christ himself uh, to then go out into the other areas of their life uh, in a healthy way. So um, encouraging the church around us to be in worship, just as Jesus did and just as he's calling us into, uh, we feel like it's an important place for people to engage in the normal Christian life. Yeah, and that's um, it becomes. I don't know if it's harder 
but I think it is in today's culture to make that a priority on Sunday mornings um, each and every week to be feeding in God's Word and sacraments, as you talked about, because of all the other things that come at us and and the opportunity to, you know, well, I'll just watch it online. Um, I'm traveling or whatever. But but even when traveling, um, I, was, I just returned from Maui a couple of weeks ago, got a chance to preach out there in a congregation for a couple of Sundays. And uh, people said, you know, how's your trip? And actually, if you want to know the truth, the best thing about the trip was Sunday mornings. It really was. It was uh, being with God's people um, all the way out in Maui and getting a chance to sit in a row with them. So that was great. Um, I want to skip circles because I want to come back to that. That's a big sure. focus. And uh, so usually we talk about row circles, arrows, and dots. So I want to go to arrows and talk about why that's um, an important component of our Christian lives. Um, I don't know if you know the geography of the Holy Land, but uh, there's the Sea of Galilee. There's two main seas in Israel, the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. And the Sea of Galilee is alive and teeming with fish. It's where the disciples fished. And the reason it's alive and teeming with fish is that this water uh, flows into the Sea of Galilee and then comes out of the Sea of Galilee in the Jordan River. So it's constantly being refreshed and renewed because water's flowing in and flowing out. The Dead Sea is, as you would think, dead. There's nothing living there because the waters flow into the Dead Sea, but nothing flows out. Nothing flows out, and so these minerals just build up and build up and build up in there, and nothing can survive. The same thing is true in our Christian lives. If we uh, get, if we worship, we're in rows, we're in circles. We'll talk about. We're getting poured into by the Word of God, and there's no nothing going out. There's no service. There's no blessing of others. We wind up just stuffed full of God's Word, which sounds good, but we can wind up actually dead because we're not serving and God's called us here to serve others, to bless others. And so arrows is that outward focus of our lives to, um, to bless others in the church and to bless others in the community. And so uh, director of ministries at Christ, Michael Echo Camp likes to talk about a one plus one thing where we serve in one area of church and one area in the community to be able to not be like the Dead Sea, but to be like the Sea of Galilee and be alive and vibrant inside in our Christian faith. So ironically, serving others is part of what keeps us alive. And we really need to do that. So that's kind of my uh, little thing on arrows there. I think it's so important to have those opportunities both in in church in some way uh, with our family ministry or some, in some way, shape or form, yeah. and then to uh, bless others in the community as well. Dots is, what is dots? What, uh, that's something I think you came up with. What is dots? Um, well, I'll give credit to Joel Marquardt on that one to come up with the dots, but we were looking All for, right. we were looking for something um, you know, what's this, what, what fits in these shapes or uh, directional components, whatever it was we were looking for, that suits that idea of solitude, mm-hmm. which is our own personal time to be with God, just to abide with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, we were thinking of uh, Peter Scazzaro's dynamic. To, he, he always says, my being with God wasn't enough to sustain all the things I was doing for God. And I think mm-hmm. that we're we're really susceptible to that as Americans, just in our culture, but also in the church. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this, even, even in the context of I'm going to do my rows and I'm going to do my circles. I'm going to do my arrows. Mm-hmm. Do we ever take the time to just be with the God who loves us? Mm-hmm. And uh, not just for the purpose of being refreshed, it will do that, uh, but it equips us to be healthy and to uh, develop that relationship of God and uh, with God and become more like him 
so that when we step into those other arenas, we do so from a place of health so that we can be uh, even greater blessings to those other places. So uh, the, we felt that the dots, while maybe kind of feels like the outlier of the four, uh, is a really important component to what we're talking about here. And so a dot is, is really just uh, finding that space in your schedule, in your life, to be alone with him. Yeah, that's good. And and really, that's, I mean, if you look at Jesus' life, he did that all the time. He was always going away to be with his Heavenly Father. We talk about how uh, one of the things that makes the Christian God, the true God, unique is Jesus says, I have not called you servants, I've called you friends. God wants to be friends with us. And how can we be friends with him if we don't spend any time with him? Right? So that's God's, God. It's, isn't that weird that God, amazing, really, that God created us because he wanted a friend. And um, for us to spend time with him is just so important. And yet it doesn't feel like we're accomplishing anything, which is kind of what you alluded to. And, yeah. um, and so we run and we run and we try to accomplish more, which is important. But um, God's interested in us, not necessarily in all of our accomplishments. I think he can do it on his own, actually. Yeah. So uh, he, he just wants to be with us. So that's such an important piece, the dots. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Joel came up with that. So uh, kudos to Joel. I guess we're giving credit yeah. to everybody else this morning. Except yeah, no, it was, certainly wasn't uh, just me. It yeah. was a team effort. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, and I, I also, on that point, if I could just take one more second, the, yeah. the God who created us uh, came down in human form as Jesus and when we read through the Gospels, I know you alluded to one of those in your sermons, uh, one of the verses that we pulled out. He often, as was his custom, he often went away mm. alone. So he's mm. the creator of humans and then came down to be one and went alone. I mean, just that fact alone compels me to say that seemed like a healthy rhythm for the, the guy who made it. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's even if I don't necessarily always understand the utility for that specific amount of time. Uh, I'm confident that it's a beneficial practice for mm -hmm. us as Christians who follow him. So. Right, right. Yeah. So we've done rows, arrows, dots. We miss circles. Um, circles have been an important part of my life, uh, an important part of your life. Why are circles important for you? What is a circle? Yeah, I, I think, first of all, in the same way that all those other ones are important, it's something that Jesus modeled for us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talk about all the time that Jesus kind of had his inner circle mm -hmm. of, of three three to four of them, and then 12, and then the 72. And he kind of had these um, these different communities of different sizes that served different purposes in the life around him. And so uh, kind of following those footsteps is generally a good practice. But the circles, it's this idea that God created us for community. We were not created to be isolated creatures. Mm -hmm. um, we see that all over, over Scripture. And in today's church life, uh, again, in our culture and in our church, we have this this weird um, need to be busy all the time and slowing down to create space for real, true, intentional community to gather around God's word, to sometimes not gather around God's word, but just to gather into a place where we can deepen connection, deepen relationships. And uh, I, uh, sometimes I, I think in our in our traditional church, uh, background, we think that that might be a waste of time. I don't need that. I've got friends over here. Not everybody has that. Mm -hmm. And so being intentional to gather ourselves in communities of anywhere from, you know, a handful to 12 people, and maybe it grows beyond that and, and you multiply into more of them so more people get it. Uh, it's valuable for, for us, 
but it also gives us a place where we can live out that relational part of our calling as Christians. Um, Sunday morning is a wonderful thing. We should be in rows. Uh, acts of service, being out, doing different things in the community or within the church is good. Uh, but sometimes don't, just don't foster uh, the environment where we can be the relational creatures we are created to be, uh, to pour into other people and to be poured into by them. Yeah, I find um, there's a lot of occasions, of course, everybody has these where you suddenly have a need for people to support and encourage you. Some uh, disaster strikes or some uh, just a terrible thing happens in life, a death in the family, other things happen, and you're looking for people to surround you. And um, that that's not the time to begin looking for community. Um the community is built long before that. And so um, I found, and I know you found this in your life, that having that uh, small group of uh, people around you to do life with, to pray with, to have Bible study with on a, a weekly or every other week basis has been just so vital for uh, Melinda and I as we uh, come across different uh, challenges in our lives. And it allows us to bless others in times of challenge and when everything's going good to have fun together. Um, to have people to do life with. I think um, in terms of uh, my, uh, when I look out at the congregation as a pastor, one of the things I see, um, and I can sense this because I have it in myself, I'm an introvert, believe it or not. Um, I can get along quite fine by myself. And I, I see a lot of people who, um, if they think about gathering with 10 people in a circle in somebody's house to um, read a Bible passage together. Well, first of all, I don't know how to find that passage. I don't want to be called on to read. I don't like to read. Uh, don't ask me to pray. I'm just, I, I'd rather sit in a row where I don't have to do anything really out of the ordinary. Um, how do you, how do we uh, help people break through that? It's going to be okay. You're going to make it. And it's actually going to be good in the end. How do you do that? Yeah. That's, I, that's an excellent point, and I, I think it's more prevalent than we even realize. Um, joining a new community, whether it's already exists there or it's a new one that's starting, is always scary. It's always scary, but uh, there was a first time for you to step into any community that you're a part of, uh, whether sure. that's a team or a workplace or whatever. There's always that uh, those, those fears and anxieties that come along with something new. Uh, I'm not necessarily an introvert. I appreciate my alone time, but I very much get my energy from other people. Mm. And there was a season in life where I was that person too. I had gotten several small group invitations and I thought, um, no thanks. Uh, I, let, I let the fear of joining that community keep me from doing it. Mm. And now on the other side of that, I, I look and I think how different my life would look mm. if I hadn't taken that step uh, to, to kind of overcome that fear, I, I wouldn't have the friends that I have today. Mm. I wouldn't have the support system I have. I wouldn't have, certainly wouldn't have the job that I have. Um, and, and so I, I don't know that there's some kind of secret sauce, some kind of anecdote that will be helpful to say, here is, here's the perfect way to, to enter a group with no fear at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that a part of what makes these groups so special and so valuable to every single person that's in them is the fact that it's an opportunity and really is a safe place mm -hmm. to be vulnerable, I guess, to, to, to have a place where I can be known and I can know other people. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe the, the ace in the hole here to say, to make people feel more comfortable about entering that arena is that that takes time. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Your first time in a group is, is not the time where you're going to have to confess your deepest, darkest sin or tell people <laughs> about the, your family background. It, it's right. it's going to take time to develop those relationships like any right. other place. Uh, but when we have that common value, that common goal, that common um, identifier, which is Christ, um, it's it makes it special. It makes it different than the other communities that we have in life. So uh, for those people that that are thinking those things. I don't want to go somewhere where they're going to make me read or pray or right. tell a story or um, we ease into those. We move at the speed of relationship, as Pastor Michael would say. Um, but I have I have very few people that come to me that say, I, I wish I had never joined that small group. Right. Uh, that is, people believe it's a, it's a valuable arena for them in life. Yeah, that's a good, and maybe we'll end there with that idea. Um, I, I have yet to meet anybody who said, I wish I was never part of a small group. Um, I wish I never went to that Bible study. Um, it, it does take some daring and some, uh, it is a risk. It's a risk, but uh, without the risk, there's no reward. And so uh, we just want to end both of us encouraging you to um, as you, to look, take a look at your life and see where God would ask uh, you to grow, where God would be leading you. Rows, circles, arrows, dots, which one is something, an area of life in this co- upcoming school year? where uh, you could take a step of growth. So thanks for joining us. Aaron, thanks for being here today. We're excited about your ministry and uh, all the things that you bring to Christ. So thanks for being here. Likewise. Thank you. Thanks. All right. So uh, that is Aaron Headland, our Director of Adult Discipleship here at Christ. We want to encourage you to email us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. That's all one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, underscores, eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. Send us your comments, your questions, your thoughts, your uh, ideas for other topics that you'd like to hear us talk about. We love to hear from you. You can subscribe on our YouTube channel or, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Eagles on the Hill. Now follow us there. You can hit the like buttons as well. All that kind of stuff is helpful to us and a blessing to you as well. Remember, as we close, the promise of God that those who hope in the Lord will fly on wings like eagles. And we pray that uh, you do hope in the Lord today and fly on wings like eagles. Thanks for joining us. <music>